Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Bryce Young is the current favorite everywhere to be the number one pick in the 2023 NFL Draft at minus 300. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the biggest fan of the point in the NFL Draft process where we begin to overthink prospects such as Will Anderson. And joining me as always is AJ. Whoever had the most sacks is the best pass-rushing prospect, Marchese. First of all, that's correct. Second of all, I'm overthinking Will Anderson, Rob. Do you know who had the most sacks in college football last year? Um, no, who? Tully. Oh, it didn't feel like it. That's a good. That's why he's my edge one, though. So today we'll be breaking down our top edge rushers in the 2023 NFL Draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Years past, AJ, it's been Miles Garrett, there was Joey Bosa, even Khalil Mack, and JD Clowney. Every year, we like to overthink top-tier pass-rushing prospects because we've been watching them for too long and we have nothing else to do, and this year it's Will Anderson. Maybe we should have ever thought some of those guys you, you named, Rob. Whoa, whoa. Clowny? We should have thought a little okay, harder. One, one. Hey, Do you remember that tackle he made in oh, the... Oh, I remember. Outback Bowl. Which bowl game was it? Outback Bowl, of course. Michigan and South oh, Carolina play each other every, yes. t- every year in the Outback Bowl for five years. Yep. Um, do you want to just start on Will Anderson? Is that what we're doing? Ah, I don't know. No. Um, well, first of all, this is the best position group in the draft, isn't it? it? Correct. Yeah, it is. 
I feel rejuvenated personally. I'm, I'm after glad. Yeah. <laughs> the quarterback talk was really fun. That feels like ages ago. The running back group was great. Receivers were interesting. Not for me. The tight the tight ends were great. Yeah. And then kind of the tackles, the guards, and the interior D line. Yeah. A little shaky. But this group has easy multiple first round grades for me. Me too. And several guys who I don't have first round grades on that are gonna be at my top forty. Me too. And then like Several guys who aren't in my top 10 that have top 100 grades. Me too. How many top 100 grades do you got? Uh, 14. Me too. Then, like, I have a, there's a, I think there's a lot of fourth round guys, guys too. It's a good group. Yeah. It's a very good group. I have a ton of fourth and fifth round guys too. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, even even then, I think I, I have 35 draftables. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm like 32. I have, and uh, then I have like, like my, my edge 20 is a fourth round grade. That's that's a, yeah that's 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 what we're talking about today, and and I mean even like my te- like my top ten un like non drafted great guys, I like all of them. I draft I'm like I don't have draftable on them. There were seventh round picks though, <laughs> um, and I think like obviously as we went through this class like. Not only is it damn good, but I like it's it's super athletic too. Like it's not just like you know productive or tradey. It's it's well, I mean yes, it is, but the athleticism shined at the at the combine and through the pro day circuit as well. Like there's there's not a lot of unathletic guys in this in this group. No, like the, the uh, I feel like most years we have a guy that you, you really want to be like this guy's worth the first round grade, but he mm-hmm. because he's so technically sound, but he kind of falls behind in terms of athleticism but you're right like pretty much all these guys are freaky yeah i feel like that that made highest ceiling a really tough pick um and but also kind of made highest floor because i feel like so many guys have like this really high upside and some guys do have flaws but like they're still just so damn good you know um if if we're like it depends what we're we're doing with anderson too right but yeah and I, i mean just like looking at last year's group where obviously the big three kind of led the way. Travon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, and then I think after that, the the next pass rusher drafted was uh, Jermaine Johnson and then George Karloftis. Like that's a pretty good, outside of Jermaine Johnson, everybody there had their moments, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but even then, it was like a little bit inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I think this group's just going to light it on fire as rookies. I think we're going to be talking about these guys a lot as rookies. Me too. Like it almost like it almost like made me unsure. Like when I was grading these guys, I'm like can all these guys be that damn good? Like there has to be guys in this group that are going to bust, right? I'm sure there will be, but purely as prospects, these are a lot of damn good football players. Um, yeah, I feel like the 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 guys who are easier to poke holes in. Are like the freakiest of the athletes. Yeah. So yeah. it's like even then, like that raises their floor immediately. Yeah. Just by the fact that they're rare, and there's very few of these guys lacking in size. It's yeah. A lot of big guys. There's a lot of good size, and like the undersized guys are like really fucking good too. Yeah. Big time. I, I mean, so off the bat, I, I mean, similarly to the interior D line. 
um, our offensive tackles and, and our running back group. I have one guy who's the highest floor, highest ceiling, and best bet, and it's Will Anderson. Yeah, I, w- I would as well. So, so let's talk Will Anderson, and let, then we'll get into it like we did with those groups. Although, of, of we'll, those, sorry, Rob, of those three categories, I think high ceiling, you can make an argument against him. Yeah, I think so too, because his floor's so high. His floor is really, but I think like he's clearly highest floor. Oh yeah, big time! I think he's one of the safest players in the draft. Like to me, I mean, straight up, who do you have higher, Jalen Carter or Will Anderson? Jalen Carter. Me too, but I think Will Anderson's a way safer. Pro- like they might want him too. Oh yeah, Anderson's like good. I I just don't like don't really see a way Will Anderson's not a at bare minimum. Very solid starter. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And yeah, I think Will Anderson is way safer. Even like, even like for his on-field product too, though. Um, yeah, for sure. I, and Jalen Carter has more splashy plays. I will. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I think the highs are higher with Carter. And like to my to that point, is I don't know if this is me overthinking it, but I did come away thinking that like, I mean, I, I put a lofty comp up because I think he's kind of tough to give a good comp on, but I I don't think he's a slam dunk like. You know, Pro Bowl talent every single year, though. I think the ceiling is there. But I think I came away thinking that, like, I don't know. Again, he's still. I think he's still the second best player in this class. But I came away thinking he isn't as special as previously thought. So maybe I'm overthinking it. I'm not Chris Sims overthinking it, though. Like. <laughs> No, he's, wait, he's my edge five. What's he for you? <laughs> Six. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk Will Anderson a little bit. Uh, I think one of the very most important things worth noting is if if people are going to be nitpicky about, obviously, in 2021, he had ridiculous off-the-wall production. Yeah. And if people are going to be nitpicky about the drop-off in that, I think there's, there's two things worth noting. Teams are more keyed in on him this year. Yeah. And Alabama didn't give him the same opportunities yep. to be a playmaker because they had their defense wasn't as good. They used him more as a problem solver, yep. where he was like he was lining up way more as like a four eye yep. and three man fronts. Uh, you saw him play two tack. He played like, all he, they over were the line. Yeah, he, yeah, and, and it was like because he's such a strong run defender. He plays. Um, mm-hmm. He plays. He, for for being 6'4", 253, he plays with such a good anchor in the run game. Um, he's a really consistent and smart edge setter. And just kind of the blowback power with his hand pop. Like, he and he plays with fantastic leverage. Yeah. Like, he is a very good run defender. I think it's fair to say, like, he is a better run defender than he is a pass rusher. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. And I, I think, like, pound for pound, he's the best run defender in this class. Um because I, I like it is free, like you said, it's kind of freaky how much power he plays with in the run. Like, like you see him like take on pulling guards, like like he's three hundred pounds. You know, like like it's not that. Like, he, yeah, he he has crazy stopping power. Yeah, he does. Like you said, the leverage, like he's he's just he, you know he will forklift dudes, and then obviously you pair that with he is clearly like you know a super flexible, bendy, quick, and uses that to to get off blocks in the run game. Um, like you said, heavy hands too. I, I think like yeah. again, I think he's he's clearly the highest player in this class. He's he might be the safest player in the entire draft. I, I I don't know. I just maybe. So where do you see his upside? Like I, I the ceiling is clearly there, but like what what do you see his like legit outcome? Like do you see a generational edge rusher, or do you see a guy that's more like 
Like like it, like in last year's class, where like okay, these are three really really good. Ideas. No, I, I I think he's better than everyone in last year's class. I, I have him above everyone in last year's class too. I totally agree. But yeah, Kevon Thibodeau was my edge one last year, and I have him above Kevon Thibodeau. I do too. I have him above all three of them. I I don't think he's like that head and shoulders though. I'll say that. No, I don't know. Great. I, I I think I I I think um he he has. And, I mean, going to the year before, there wasn't, like, a ton of edge talent. So, mm-hmm. that's a hard draft to compare it to. But uh, I, I think, like, it, you, it's not overly difficult to argue that um, Kevon Zibro had more pass rush upside yeah. than Will yeah. Anderson. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, But, at the same time, like, Will Anderson, I think, is going to be a dominant run defender on the edge. Like, I I mean, like, early early Khalil Mack type mm-hmm. stuff is what I see from him. And then when you factor in what he can do as a pass rusher, too, like, I think he's a double-digit sack guy in the NFL. Yeah. Um, be- because when Alabama let him pin his ears back and go, which wasn't that often yeah. this year, it was more frequent in 2021, you saw him, you already mentioned, like, he is bendy, he's flexible, uh, he he can run the arc and flatten the edge, and he uh, he has an explosive first up. Like I know he didn't test out of this world, like like he tested well, but not like out of this world like some of these other guys. But I think his get off is better than everybody else. You, in this world you know what I will say? I think his get off is more consistent than everyone else. There you go. Like it's, I just feel like he has a better football sense than all. Yeah, yeah, and I all think that's these guys. That's right? why he's like, the best player. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. And then, and then, so he's got this explosive get off. He can bend. His yeah. arms are long, uh, and, and they look long on his frame too. Yeah. Um, they're violent. He converts speed to power so well. Um, he, he's, he, he, you'll see different pass rush moves on tape. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he's got the uh, the swipe down pat. He club swim. Uh, I mentioned speed to power. Yep. Like he'll just go uh, dip and rip. Like you, you see it all. I mean, maybe a counter, like kind of developing more consistent counter from being. Naked. Like I, I don't know. I I have a hard time poking. A hole. Like there's one thing that sticks out to me as a hole in this game, um, and that's just like, his tackles. Yeah, I, I think missing some tackles and over pursuing, you know, and getting out of position in the run. Um, he's like just over aggressive. Yeah, which and, not a big deal. Like I forget what game it was. Uh, I want to say it was the Arkansas game. He they kept trying to run like read options, and he was doing such a good job playing both Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson, like forcing Jefferson to make a decision, mm-hmm. and then it'd still be the wrong decision. Like he just kept, no matter what Jefferson did, he'd make him wrong. But on multiple occasions, Anderson would miss the tackle. And it's just like he, he could have had like six TFLs in that game, yeah. and so that that's just a thing. Like he he does he does have a bit of a wiry frame. Yeah, um, I think those are the so two getting, knocks. Like, that's it, right? But he plays but so like, powerful, and you know what though? Like I think he plays so balanced. Like he's just got like natural balance and contact balance that like he just keeps his feet and keeps such a strong base under him. Like you know, um, you know, setting the edge and everything like that, and that that like. The size doesn't like he's six three six three and a half two fifty three like that, and he's got you know almost thirty four inch arms, like nothing about that really. Again, leaner than you'd like, but like it's not worrying me. It's uh, it's just hard to kind of to me see a world in which he is not a 
above average starter at worst. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I just don't know if I see like <clears throat> you know Hall of Fame level player like just. Well, I mean, I'm. Do you see Hall of Fame level pl- prospect with any prospect? No, except for Bijan. Other than Ronnie Bell and Ron- Bijan, um, Ronnie Bell, yeah. But I mean, if you're if you're and let's let's talk this out just quickly before we move on. The like Texans, the thought of the Texans passing on a quarterback, yeah, is bizarre to me. But if they do, and it's to take, I love Tyree Wilson, but I just seems really crazy that all of a sudden there's like this Tyree Wilson could go above Will Anderson, Lucas Van Ness could go above Will Anderson. Yeah, I I like those players a lot, but I think like I like Tyree Wilson a lot, but there's a lot more holes in his game. And, 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 and something else worth noting about Will Anderson, Will Anderson's never been hurt. He's been no. a, like a starter impact player immediately since stepping on the field in Tuscaloosa. Like that's got to count for something. And um, I know it doesn't matter, but didn't skip the bowl game. I mean, that rubs you the right way too. You know what I mean? Like you just want to throw that on the character pile. Him, him and Bryce Young just seemed like they were, it's so great. They were the number one and two recruit for Alabama and whatever, 2020 recruiting class. Mm-hmm. And, they both just seem like they've they were built to be NFL leaders. I don't yeah. like just like the way they carry themselves, the way that yeah. they obviously performed on the field, and like just yeah, it's 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 wild. Yeah. Um, I feel like Will Anderson's the perfect player for Arizona to I mean, kind of just yeah start doing something right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I, I agree. It just feels like that would be like the the building block to redo that, like that that franchise that's fallen off so hard and it just looks like in such a shit spot. Um, I mean, if you get the right offer though, you know, you look at trading back, then maybe because they do have a lot of holes. But if they're sticking, that that's clearly the pick, in my opinion. Yeah, no, for for sure. And uh, if let's say they do trade back, if you're a Seahawks fan, do you want Jalen Carter or Will Anderson? I don't know. I've been like since you know we did these guys you know groups back to back. I've been really digging deep. I don't know. I, like I said, I think Jalen Carter. I have Jalen Carter over Will Anderson, but Will Anderson is safer. They need that run stopper too. And like you said, at very worst, he's gonna be a high level run defender. I, I think I still take Will Anderson, even though I have Jalen Carter higher. It's the safer bet. It's the safer bet. Although I will say. The thing is, if you pass on Anderson, you go Carter. You can get a good edge later because his class. Is that's awesome. that's a good point. The, yeah, the it does drop off a lot more. Like yeah, at twenty, you're you're still in business for yeah. potentially your. I don't know your edge four, mm-hmm. who's better than your IDL two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like would you rather Carter and I don't know Nolan Smith say you go double Georgia, or who or um, Will Anderson and Mazzy Smith? You know, like. That's kind of what you're looking at. If 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 you're going somewhere else for highest floor instead of Will Anderson, who's your pick? I don't know, Rob. I think like it's so obviously Will Anderson that it's hard to go otherwise. It, like like I said, high ceiling you can make arguments because there's lots of guys with really high ceilings. I think it's tough because like I don't know. You you give me yours and I'll I'll, I'll pick mine. I think it's Tyree Wilson. Do you? I I would put Tyree Wilson in my backup for highest ceiling, but then you could also make arguments with him too. I think. I just think uh, one Tyree Wilson has this thing where you put on the tape, you immediately find him oh, because yeah. he's the biggest player on the field. Yeah. I love guys like that. Yeah. So it, it's Tyree Wilson is comically large. 
Yes. Like he's listed at the same size is or ish as some of these other guys. Tyree Wilson's bigger than everybody, but but ten feet. Yeah, I think that eighty four and a half inch wingspan, you know, helps. And the thirty four and uh, thirty five and three quarters arms too, you know, like that's just, just yeah. And, and, and credit where credit's due, Rob's been talking about this guy since the Mississippi mm-hmm. State Bowl game mm-hmm. in 2021. Uh, but yeah, 6'6", 271. You mentioned the the, the arm length. Um, he is just pure power, pure length. Uh, I think highest floor after Will Anderson because I just see a path to him being a dominant run defender. Yeah. Who maybe he's never a consistent double digit sack guy, but seven to ten ish while being a dominant run defender. Um, just he doesn't have like he's just kind of out strongs guys, he doesn't have like a clear, clear pass rush plan, yeah, outside of just bullying with that power and that length, yeah. But in the run game, man, no one can move him. He has this awesome ability to stack and shed. He can just kind of lock guys out, set that edge, make plays. He also plays with his hair on freaking yeah, fire. He like, he has an insane motor. Um, and then so he, he's 6'6", 271. He plays balls to the wall. He plays with better leverage than you'd expect for a guy that size to, to generate that power. And he's just Im- immovable. Like, nobody can move him. And then you throw that in with um, a super crazy tackle radius. Like, like yeah, I think sometimes exactly. he doesn't finish tackles on the, but the, his radius is insane because he's that size and he's got the quickness and like, like I, I said, like if he gets around the edge clean, like he can reach the ball carrier anywhere in the backfield, like in the tackle box, he, like it's he ridiculous. Can a, he he can make a, a tackle gap over, yeah, or, or two, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, um, that is scary. I, I do think I, I think maybe I'm a little lower on him, um, maybe lower on his floor as a as a run defender than you. The the ceiling is is big time there. Um, I think the pad level is a little higher, and I think, like, sometimes the doubles can move him, I think, a little bit. And the instincts maybe sometimes, like, just consistency is going to improve. It needs to improve. But, yeah, like, all the traits are freaky as fuck. And, like you said, the edge edge setting is really, really strong. Also a guy who uh, you'll see him stand up. You'll see Mm -hmm. him hand in the dirt. You'll see him play three-tag, play four-eye. It's pretty damn good inside. and, and, like, Will Anderson, like, we were talking about, kind of played all over that line. I Like, that's not something I really see him doing all that much no. at the next level, just given his size. But Tyree Wilson, that's something you can do yeah. with him. Yeah, you can put him anywhere you like, want. You, you, you'll you see him. Uh, Texas Tech would line him up, stand him up at edge, and just uh, kind of slant him inside to get a one-on-one with an interior offensive lineman. Yeah. He's just so much bigger than these guys. He's bowling them over. Uh, and, and you can see him... Uh, at, at times line up inside as like a three tech on passing downs and go with a club swim and it's just that length and the the heaviness of those hands it's he, just such a mismatch he just like when they let him just slant like he'll just collapse the whole side of the line against the run yeah um you know what i love too you just kind of like saying like his size and stuff um big steve avila they they met on a pull and and tyree just handled him and made the tfl I love that. that was maybe my favorite rap, and then it's like, yeah, we're not, I, supposed, to, we're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Steve did okay, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I know I totally agree. And like you said, you can move him up and down the line. Like he, he looked really effective rushing as a three tech, um, and then you pair that with like the, he's he's a hell of an athlete. Like I, I don't know if we've given that enough credit yet. Where like I feel like because he didn't test, no, like no one really. 
he is talked though. about he it. Is. Like, but he is the downhill explosion, like closing on the quarterback or the ball carry, is freaky. It's scary as fuck for a man his size. Um, you know what I loved? I love when they try to match him up on tight ends. Like he just he just ruins him. Like le- legit, if he's left on a tight end, the play is done in the Big Twelve. At there least. was what game was it? There was there was one game where. They kept trying to like block him backside with the tight end, and he just crashed the tight end into the play. Yeah, yeah, I think might it, it might have been NC State. I think it was NC State or, game. Yeah, like, and he just had a field day against NC State. He did. He did. No, he t- totally. Um, so I think I think I'm probably there with you because, like, it, in terms of the second best uh, highest floor. Because, like, I, there's a lot of these guys are, like, high-ceiling prospects. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just, when you compare them to some of these other guys, mm-hmm. who, I, again, I think all these guys are pretty great. Yeah. But some of these other guys are a little less refined um, and don't necessarily have an elite thing they do outside of being freaky athletes, whereas mm-hmm. Tyree Wilson, that pa- that power is just such a game changer. That power, that size, that length. Yeah. And like you said, like he'll have to like learn how to win with other ways than power because like I think sometimes he's just like too content to just go through the tackle. And he does it great, like you said. But just rather than winning, you know, just wants to go through him, which I, I mean, I love it, but he's, you know, he's just got to have to develop that a bit in the NFL with, you know, not Big 12 offensive linemen. Um, but yeah, I mean... He's again. I, I I don't see the logic behind taking him over Will Anderson. Even though again, I think you can argue for a higher ceiling. I think you can high, argue it, but Will Anderson is just so damn safe. But again, I I mean Tyree Wilson's a. I don't have a top ten grade, but like he's clearly a top ten player in this class. Yeah, where where do you think he'll be? Will he be a top ten or top five guy for you? Uh, top ten. I should probably top. It might be top five. I haven't thrown my entire big board together. Um. But probably, I mean, you might end up top five because this, this class kind of gets thin quick, right? It, it does. It does. It, I just pulled up my board from the last two years to compare my uh, Will Anderson grade to, to those mm-hmm. edge rushers. And, man, this this class, I, uh, I have less first-round picks than, or less first-round grades in this class than the other two I've, by a mile. I have much, much less. Yeah, me too. So he might, he'll for sure be my top ten. He might end up top five. He's there. currently my f- fourth player. Yeah, I, I think like, what do you have? Carter, uh, Will Anderson. Who's your third? Bijan. Yeah, I think that, that's. I think that's the top three. I might have. I might have quarterbacks over Tyree, but I got to go back and look at that. I uh, Tyree four, CJ Stroud five, Bryce Young six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty. And then maybe maybe a corner might sneak in there. I mean, you know, we haven't finished that up yet, but. I think that's pretty much the top. I, I like most of my first round grades are, are you know later first round grades, and he's he's firmly like a mid fit uh, mid first round grade for me. Um, moving to your highest ceiling, not including Will Anderson, who would you go with? So I, I would have probably went with Tyree Wilson. But let's say let's say we go highest four for Tyree. Uh, that's still a hell of a toy. Maybe let me. I'll make the case for Lucas Van Ness. How about that? Okay, cool. That's not who I'm going with. So. I didn't think. I think. I think I know who you're going to go with. So I'm going to do the Lucas Van Ness route. Um, 6'5", 272, 34 inch arms, 11 inch hands. You know, I always love the hand size. Um, that's freaky. Tested great. You know, great agility, solid, solid jumps. Ran a four five eight, forty. Um, isn't isn't twenty two years old yet. Um, technically, no career starts at Iowa. <laughs> 
Actually, you, you mentioned that. This is a young group too. Yeah, it's pretty young. Yeah, there's some like every. It's uh, Will Anderson's going to be 22. Uh, Van Ness is going to be 22. There's a couple guys who are going to be 21. Ty- Tyree Wilson's a year older than that. 23. Yeah. He's 23. He's not but, old, like, That's still yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's not. He's not there's 23 only, yet. I don't think. But yeah. There's there's only two guys in my top 10 who are older than 23. And there's like even a lot of the older guys in this class I like a lot though. Which is fun. Yeah, like the twenty-four. Anyway, back back to back to young Hercules. Young Hercules. Yeah, that's the nickname I will give him. Um, ah man, like the, the power. The power is the first thing that jumps off the screen with Lucas Van Ness. That's that's impressive. Like he's converting speed to power too, and then he he plays with his hair on fire too. Like the motor runs super super hot. Um, you know, like he's. He's, but like that kind of goes against him sometimes too, because I find he does play out of control and like this balance, yeah, is kind of hit and miss, and that's where he needs to work on big time. And but but like just the pure, the power, the athleticism, uh, the efforts. Um, th- th- I think you know he sets a strong edge in the wrong game. The the first step, the, the get off, the like it, it, he has all the traits to be a, a super elite. Well, not super elite, but a high end defensive end edge in the NFL. But um. You know, like he didn't. I mean, he was getting starter snaps this year, but he, he didn't play a whole lot of you know college football. Um, like you said, like we just said, like he kind of plays a bit out of control. He just got to work on that. I think like his hands in both phases need work, both as a pass rusher and in the run mm-hmm. game. And another guy like just kind of going to, out of control, like plays like overextended, and linemen will take advantage of that. And like that's stuff that can be cleaned up. And he, again, you throw that back with the athleticism that he can he can. Absolutely, turn it into a like a big time freaky edge, and a, and a guy who played a lot on the interior too, right? Yeah, I, I was lining him up. They play him at nose tackle yeah. sometimes on passing downs, one tech, three tech. Um, part of me does have a bit of concern that like a lot of his production came inside. Yeah, and I do just worry in the NFL like that's not something that's going to be there for him, like. I think he he needs to like you, you kind of touch on all of it. The things he needs to refine to be a more productive player as a true edge rusher, um, because yeah, he does he does play kind of out of control and just try to out athlete out mm-hmm. strong guys, and he doesn't have it the same way Tyree Wilson does. Um, but I think if he can refine some things, he can be on like if he played two more years of college football, maybe he'd be we'd be looking at him as a Tyree Wilson yeah, type, right? I think we would be, yeah. I know exactly. So then that's why he kind of like, I don't know where he's gonna stay. Like he's 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 right there with. I mean he's he's behind my those guys. But like a firm first round grade on him, and I think he's. I mean I don't know his range is pretty interesting. I think he goes in the teens though. But yeah, see yeah, that, like seeing him go top ten is a little rich for me. Which yeah. we have unless it's to the Eagles because I know they'll just take care of that. The right way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, which. Whichever edge rusher the Eagles probably take at ten, that's a lucky man. Is that that just becomes your highest ceiling? Yeah, whoever it is <laughs> doesn't matter. What 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 the, they should really do? The Eagles take an edge rusher at ten, at thirty, they take the best available interior defensive lineman. They should. I mean, because you know Howie Roseman wants to. Oh yeah, just let I mean let Howie work, man. Um, Who's your pitch? I, I think I know who it is, but I want to hear it. Take, take one guess. Nolan Smith? Yeah, it was my favorite player in the whole class. Yeah. Um, got the pedigree, the number one recruit in his recruiting class. And I based my rankings off of that. 
but no, freak, freak show athlete. The best mock draftable web you'll ever see where it's full on one side and empty on the other <laughs> side because he is a rare athlete who is just tiny. Mm-hmm. He is 6'2", 238. He's the anti-Lucas Van Ness mm-hmm. with 9-inch hands, uh, a shade under 33-inch arms, uh, but also has a 1-5-2 10-yard split, a 4-3-9-40, over a 40-inch vertical. Like, he is an insane athlete and normally i don't love those guys right like the guys who are just freak show athletes Mm -hmm. who who kind of need to put everything else together but i think he is so much more refined than people realized until they dug in because he plays with really physical hands yeah and you see it in the run game he's a better run defender than he is a pass he's a very good run defender Yes. Right? And that's not what you'd expect. You'd expect him to be this like situational pass rusher with his size and athleticism. But in, in reality, he's this refined pass rusher who's really good at taking on blocks and discarding blocks. He's amazing at knifing by mm-hmm. and undercutting blocks to get into the backfield. Um, but he plays with good gap discipline too as an edge setter when you, when that's what he needs to be doing. But he can also fly backside to, to clean stuff up. He is an, another guy. A lot of these guys have great motors. He's another one of them. Um, and then a, as a pass rusher, I, I do want to see a little bit more refinement. But like he uses his hands better than you'd expect as a pass rusher too because he does have heavy hands. He does. Uh, and he can use that speed to kind of just win the outside uh, win the edge and and kind of dip and rip by. He bends really well. Um, he plays with great leverage. And then at the end of the day, he's just this rare athlete. Uh, he is so much Hassan Reddick to me. And um, he's also a guy who Georgia did a really good job, I thought. Uh, not overly showcasing him in this way but doing it just enough where i know he can do it is he can drop into coverage a little bit mm-hmm. and he's a really good quarterback spy mm-hmm. i mean yeah when you run a 439 and you you know you're already a good run defender i think it's it's gonna work you know and i think we're gonna see an increased need to have a guy who can do that at yes. a high level yep. just with all these athletes playing quarterback yep i think i think for sure um you know he kind of feels like like in terms of the evaluation not so much but like if you like last year, you had Travon Walker, and it just feels like if you shrunk Travon Walker down, he's kind of like that. Where like, you know, he's such a damn good run defender, and he they never I don't know they they didn't let him shine as a pass rusher as much as they could have right like like when they just let him pin his ears back and go and like stand up too I think I think he's better standing up um, yeah I agree. to get off his fucking electric. But it was like you know a few times a game that he would see it. It wasn't like not that he can't do it. It's just they weren't you know he's just yeah go stop the run because yeah. he's damn sturdy. Um, yeah, him and him and, and that's a good point. Yeah, him and Travol Walker were very disciplined in their yep, roles, exactly, and and kind of own own those specific roles, yep. and that had a lot to do with just being like yeah, gap disciplined and not necessarily attacking as pass rushers. Yep. No, exactly, and yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there, and uh, like you said, heavy hands, but like uh, sometimes, oh, I forget which game it was, and it was just one rep, but like uh, it might have might have been Mizzou, I can't remember. He had one where he hit, like, this sick crossover, just, like, nasty footwork, footwork and then dipped and just, at, at, you know, rounded the edge and f- finished. It was so nasty. And, like, the glimpses like that, I totally, I can totally understand why he's the highest highest floor, for, uh, high ceiling for you. And and that being said, like, I, like you know, a guy that's 6'2", 238, that is a really solid run defender. 
maybe that scares you a little bit going to the NFL, but like, you know, if you're playing him more into in space, that's still going to translate, you know, like that. I'm not worried about that because he looks really good in, in space too. And like you said, good spying and dropping into coverage. I think just a couple things, like I, th- I do think the lack of length can show up as a pass rusher a little bit. I think like you said, just kind of like being more of like a, a technician and having a pass rush plan going into the rep. And then, like, I think he, he, the one thing maybe more into the run is where, like, just tackle finishing needs to be a little bit more consistent. But those those things cleaned up, I, I think, like, yeah, the, I threw the Hassan Reddick comp on him, too. And I, I do think, like, even though he's small, I think that that tenacity, that little ball of strength, I think, and like you said, the discipline and everything, that's going to translate in the running game. Also worth mentioning, like, by all accounts, he might have the highest football character of anyone in this draft class. Yeah. He, uh, he was the leader in that Georgia locker room. Yep. And he said he was like the adult in the room um, and, and like a massive vocal leader. And I mean, just listen to any interview he's done and you, it doesn't take long to realize yeah. that he owns a room. Uh, I really hope he's the one who ends up on the Eagles at 10 because yeah. I think that'd be so fun. Yeah. I, I Okay. I think the four guys, four guys we named are the four guys at the top of this class. And I, I disagree. Oh, those, these are my t- those are my top four. Those are my top four. Lucas Van Ness is my sixth. I respect that. I, I'm not a, I'm not a big Lucas Van Ness fan. I just again, I, I mean, while we're on it, it just felt like a lot of his his wins came inside against these guards that it was a complete mismatch on. And then like I don't know against Ohio State, I thought Paris Johnson, Dewan Jones did a very good job on him. Um, when he was outside the edge and like in that game too, like a lot of what was working was against like Luke Whitebler and the guards. Um, I just think he, he is, he is the furthest to go of my top six edge rushers. I think, I don't think that's, that's an unfair take. I, I just think, I think he, he has a higher ceiling than some of these yeah. other guys in my top six, yeah. but uh, a, a lower floor is kind of my take. No, I think that's fair. And keep in mind, he's still he's twenty third on my board or something. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's not like I'm low on him. <laughs> well, you are. But. All right. This uh, this group's really deep. Finding a value pick is hard only because there's a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even like there's guys I have in my top one hundred that I'm like. Well, is this guy going to be available in the fourth round just because there's so many guys that's going to end up pushing some of these other guys down the board? Um, but yeah, who who who'd you end up going with for your value pick? Yeah, and if, if it's if it's too rich, I don't I don't I hope it's not too rich. But if it's too rich, I'll audible. I went with uh, Isaiah McGuire from Mizzou. Yeah, that I thought that was way too rich. Oh my God. I don't have do you, do you I don't have a third round grade on him. So I. I have him in my. He's sixty fourth on my board. Okay, well you're okay. You're super high, so that's that's rich. Okay, fine. Um, okay, you you hate yours and let me think because we'll talk about McGuire. I went with uh, Lonnie Phelps. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna have him for like sleeper. I respect that. No, nah, I have fourth round grade on Lonnie Phelps. Okay, go. Um. Well, I mean, Jim Nagy's been telling everyone this guy plays special teams. He filmed some clips to show GMs because they probably didn't know yet. Um, but yeah, one, right off the bat, great special teams player. Two, uh, he's got more refined hands as a pass rusher than a lot of these kind of day three guys. Uh, he is wicked with the Euro step club swim uh, inside. 
he he busts out a double swipe move that works. He can convert speed to power. Um, another guy who's just really tenacious with his motor. Uh, he is 6'2", 244, so he, he's a little light in the pants. And that can show up where he's, like, not an unwilling edge setter or anything. It just sometimes he can get washed out there. Um, but still, I, I think he's got, yeah, starting potential at the NFL level um, and will immediately be a guy who can contribute on special teams and potentially be a rotational pass rusher from day one. We know you love Lonnie Phelps, Rob. We know. I discovered Lonnie Phelps, I'm pretty sure. Me and Jim. Yeah, you and Jim. Okay, how about how about this one? How about Nick Hampton? Is that, is that That's a good one. one. That's okay. a really good one. Okay. Um, I just went one slot slower on my rankings. Um, so there's a lot of these, like, you know, undersized, uh, speedy, freaky edges. And it feels like Nick Hampton isn't too far apart from the guys that are in the top 100, but you never really hear his name there. So getting into day three, I mean, I have an early mid-fourth on him. Um, but going into day three, um, this is an interesting dude who, who tested really well. I ran a four five eight, good jumps. Um, it, obviously, yeah, he's small at 6'2", 236. But, you know, almost 34-inch uh, arms. And, like, it's a large wingspan for a man his size. And you pair that with, like, you know, a really explosive get-off, uh, good bend. Um, I just love, like, how, how rapid he is at the top of his uh, rush. Like, just flattens that and wins and gets to the quarterback. He- he, he has a good pass rush plan. I he thought. does, yeah. Like just, I think just really subtle hands, like subtle hands at the top, and, mm-hmm. and just enough. And like he combines that with like the athleticism, and the loose hips, and I love, I like that. Yeah, you 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 kind of aren't expecting it too, right? Like he's like six two two thirty six. He's undersized. He's explosive. You're like, oh, this guy's just gonna go speed rushing every time. But no, there's a lot more plan there than you're really thinking. And another guy who plays with his hair on. Fire. And I, I think that's still yeah, that for sure. And I think that's still developing too, which I, I think is really interesting. Because um, you saw like him kind of like introducing like a nice like a really good two hand swipe later in into the season and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like at that size, you know, you're like, okay, well, is he gonna hold up? Probably not, but but like it's a guy that can make a lot of plays in space too, and like you kind of t- touch on there, bring some speed to power, and yeah, I think like he's a bit inconsistent over. Like if you throw on the UNC game, like okay, this is a top one hundred guy in in the vein yeah, of the other, just eating, just eating, and that's against you know a Sean Richards who's probably going to be another fourth round pick. Um, but yeah, he's going to struggle in the run and everything, and he's probably going to be a situational dude. But it, it, you know, there's there's a lot of these undersized dudes and. Why, why, uh, why, you know, do a top 100 when he had a camp a little later? Uh, I'm looking at um, kind of the the first 30 or so picks of the fourth round here. Would you like him on Seattle at 123? Um, I don't, I don't know if they, they'd, they'd go that route. I wonder, I, I like him at Camden. I'll take him there. I just, I don't know if they would. Bruce Servant. Yeah, that's my comp. <laughs> now, I don't know. I, just, I feel like they're going to go bigger. If they ended up with Tyree Wilson at five, that, yeah, sure. Come back at Nick Hampton. Sure. I think, like, I think, uh, I hope a smart team takes him and just, yeah, because Nick Hampton is damn good. That's the thing. There's so many of these guys. I wonder how it's it'll so kind of I can see him play falling. Out. I, I get, that's a guy I can see falling. But I don't know. Me too. Like, it's... I wouldn't be shocked if he's available in the sixth round. Yeah, I, I don't. Just because w- when there's so many of these guys, it's easier to poke a hole in him just really mm. small. Yeah. Right? Versus some of the guys kind of in the same range 
Like I, I have a handful of fourth round guys in the same range who are over two sixty, right? Yeah. Like, well, like I think him and Byron Young are pretty similar, um, and I, I like. But him. I mean, Byron Young's got twenty pounds on him. Yeah, yeah, and I, and he also has Tennessee, right? And Dollar General. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Hen- Hen- mm-hmm. Hendon Hooker's going number one. Exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, there's SEC competition where you stack up, you know, <clears throat> the App State schedule. Well, like, yeah. Okay, going to sleeper now. Mine's Lonnie Phelps. Uh, <laughs> Go on. I, I felt cheap if I picked him for this. Yeah, that's fair. I don't. I don't think he. I think you're he not go sleeping. The first round. You're not sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I have a fifth round grade on, but I, I think he'll probably go later than that. Um, just because not super productive in college and just the sheer depth of the class, and that's Auburn's third edge mm-hmm. guy, Iku Leota. Yeah, he's interesting. He's 6'3", 263. I think he has super violent, heavy hands. Um, a pretty well-refined run defender. Not not like the most bendy guy or anything. Like, he's mm-hmm. a little stiff. But I thought he had a really good first step. All Auburn um, like he, <laughs> edges are stiff, but yeah, go on. And he's a guy who... who Kicked inside to play a little bit of four eye. He played some off ball linebacker too. I just think that's mm-hmm. a this is a guy like in the mold of John Simon. That's a good one. Yeah, and like that he could work for value pick because yeah, I think he can maybe end up being a linebacker too. No, that's a good one. I I went with I went with an old classic, Rob. I went with an old classic, a guy that had a bunch of hype and lost it. But going back and digging back into O'Shane Mathis, I think there's still a player there. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I I got a seventh round grade on him. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not same, not that high. Same. But you know, six five two fifty, thirty five and a quarter inch arms. Give me that, and then you you throw on the tape. Like obviously, you know, the, the Nebraska transfer didn't work too well, and he's you know over twenty four. Uh, so you don't love all that, but with that, you know, good, really, really good length. The athleticism is there big time. He's he's a, such a super bowl, super bowl, super flexible athlete. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like just uses that length too well, like really well too. Like, like you know, he's a guy that's going to need it, need the NFL weight room and get a bit stronger and add to that frame will go a long, long way. Um, and you know, he hasn't really gotten better since like what three years ago at TCU. No. Um, but like, I still think there's a good player there, and like you see him like not maybe not like the most consistent, but like even in the run game, like just like using that length, you know, extending, setting the edge, and some stack and shedding too, like. I think he's still a really interesting player, and he's he's obviously forgotten. He's fallen off, but like if you give give me that on on late day three, yes. Yeah, the parts are there for an NFL player. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Deep sleeper. I, I so you went with your Lonnie Phelps. I went back to my well with a Ken and Chukwu. I know he's not that deep, but I, I don't think he's going to get drafted. So I'm going with him here. Um, That's a good pick for deep sleeper. Okay, thank you. But he, he went to his combine, so I usually like to go non combine. He's he's my my deep sleeper. I've ranked one spot ahead of him. Okay, perfect. Um, six four two sixty four NFL frame at, at Rice. Um, you know, good length too. And then he like he like you throw on the tape and he's you know he's a tight mover. You can see that. And then like you know the the testing reflected that. But also ran a four seven flat like that. And I think you you throw on the tape and you see that straight line yep. burst. And for a guy that size, he looks bigger than he's listed too. I think. He, he probably dropped for the for the combine because he looks like he plays bigger. He's got the NFL frame, and he's got like good pop in his hands. 
Um, you know, he, he's got the power. He's got a hell of a motor, too. Um, he's got more counters than you'd expect for a guy. Like, like you know, he, he plays high. He's, he's a tight mover, and and he's kind of, like, the, the eyes I find are a, couple, are a little slow. But, like, you know, a guy you're getting practice, like, you know, undrafted, sit on the practice squad, that's something you can develop. He got a sack on Caleb Williams. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but, he did. But I think there's some, he had a good game against USC. He did. Have, I like, yeah, I watched that. I, I thought it was pretty impressive. Um, and, like, maybe he didn't kick ass like he could have against non-USC teams. But, no, I, I still think there's something there to develop. Um, yeah, no, he he's a fun player. Uh, the guy I went with is Maryland's Darrell Machani. Remember I was talking about him during the season? Do you remember that? I don't know. No, he's I a don't. freak. He's a hell of an athlete. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought him up a lot. I was I thought about him for my deep sleeper. Go on. He no, he is so fun. He knows how to get to the quarterback. Yeah. He's he's sudden, he's long, he can bend, he plays really hard. Um he like he uses his length well. Mm-hmm. He he's he's really good on uh with a club swim. He's an explosive athlete. I don't know. He just there's something to him, and he basically missed two yep. full seasons of college football with an injury. So like, not a guy that's gonna get drafted probably because of that. Yep. But but like a dude, I am bringing in a training camp, and I think like he's gonna have a chance if he can stay healthy. He's gonna have a chance to stick in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I, I do you remember I talked to him in the midseason? I like did like a I digged in on him. Was it midseason? Maybe might might have been in the summer. Might have been in the summer actually. Um, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the summer, um, where I call him like a sleeper. Um, I, he didn't end up testing, right? I don't think so. Which, if he did, I think that would have helped him big time because apparently he's a freaky, freaky athlete. And you see it, you see freaky mover. That's a good one. I, that's definitely a guy that, like, you know, like a few years from now, from now, it's like, oh, it's Yannick Ngaku again. You know what I mean? I can see that. I can see that one. He's a guy too who he kept popping up when I was watching other players yeah. against Maryland. Yeah, I kept being like, this guy is flashing when I'm not watching. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he gets drafted, but I can like a smart team bring him in and developing him. I, I think there's something there. Okay, now now tough question. Last week, wild card was tough because the or last show because the interior defensive line is just like left a lot to be desired and it felt like everyone was kind of a big swing and you're hoping to connect these guys it's it's a big swing but only because their upside is i think so so much more and their their downside is still a higher floor player but uh it's just the upside with so many of these different guys is so interesting yeah, I, I don't. I think a lot, like not a lot of these guys are like wild cards. I kind of agree with you there, right? And it's just like okay, I guess what fits for a wild card then is who can who is the not the biggest swing because it's like it's safe big swings, but who's got the chance to kind of? It's almost like who's the highest ceiling of the high ceiling guys I haven't named. <laughs> I went a little different. Uh, you want to give me yours first? No, no, okay. I need to hear yours. Okay, okay. No, I didn't go low. I didn't go off the radar here. I went with a guy that, like, it seems like some people love and some people don't love so much. Um, he, he dropped a bunch of weight for the combine. And it's Thule. It's Thule too below too. That's a good pick. Yeah, I think he's the most wild card. Because, like, he's, right now he's 6'3", 266. So he's, he's playing outside. Um, he didn't test. 
more wild card. He's not going to be 21 until week one. Young player. I know he's young. He led the country in sacks last season. Um, I wish we got testing on him because, A, I would like to see what, like, the, I guess he would have done at 266. I don't know. But, like, I would just like to see where he, he tested and what he put up. And, B, he looks like a really good athlete. And he was a big, you know, he, he's a bigger body dude, um, whatever weight he was actually playing at. And, you know, like, good, good change just... of direction. And, yeah, go on. I found him so much more interesting as a potential interior guy. Yeah, I don't know. That's another thing. I don't know what you're doing with him, truly, you know? I, I would have rather him stay, if he was actually at 285 or whatever, I would have st- stuck him there and, and let him go inside. Um, yeah, be an inside-outside guy, but at 266, he's like, he's not even one of the five. No, he's not that big. He's biggest guys here. He's suddenly not that big, I know. Like, when I was stacking he's these guys 20 up. Pounds, he's 20 pounds lighter than Keon White. Yeah, I know. And, like, like... Can he play outside? I think so. But, like, you, you know, the, the get-off outside is pretty average, you know? And, like, yeah. the length yeah. is very underwhelming, and that, that hurts mm-hmm. him. And, you know, he's a little – he plays a little high, which, I mean, could stiff. hurt him more inside. Yeah, he's straight-legged. He's stiff. He's stiff, but he's he – He's a power rusher yeah. who uses his hands well. Yeah. But, like, he also, like, is a pretty good athlete for a guy. And he does have, like, build-ups. He's not that quick first step. He's not that quick get-off. But, like, the second, third step, the speed's pretty good. And I find like like his mo- his moves are better inside, like, and he's got that bull rush. Mm-hmm. I like Thule. Didn't end up in my top ten. He's just outside there, but interesting guy. And like you said, he, super he, young player. He's, he's a tough one too because I feel like we've seen a rotation of the like we we it's kind of like the same six edge rushers who are getting mocked in the first round, and then one or two other guys sneak into the back end. And it's been there's been kind of a steady rotation. Like sometimes it's Keon White, sometimes it's Will McDonald. You've seen Derek Hall there, mm-hmm. or F- Felix and UDK uh, Uzama. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you see Tully there every once in a while. Do. I don't. That seems so insane to me. Yeah, I, I don't. But like I I don't know that makes him a wild card. Yeah, exactly. I think he's the clear guy because I think a lot of these guys are just good football players. I get it with your your you know the upside though. Um, I'll go with Keon White. I think that would be the second choice, yeah. And he's he's been a little polarizing. There was, I mean, didn't Daniel Jeremiah's top 10 player yeah, at one point? Yeah, he did. He definitely did. Um, right behind so Davis Keon Allen. White. Right. Um, oh, man. Uh, 6'5", 286, 9.92 RAS as a defensive tackle. But he's going to be playing more predominantly as an edge. He 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 kind of played a, both at Old Dominion and then more so edge at Georgia Tech this year. He had to get healthy. Still a nine five five ras, mm-hmm. um, really massive, long thirty four inch arms, awesome power rusher. Doesn't really have much of a pass rush plan outside of using that power. Yeah. But a really good and smart run defender who understands crashing the line. He sets a strong edge. He makes plays backside because he plays really hard. Um, he stacks and sheds fairly well. Uh, a guy who could play, like, legitimately, I think, play three tech on passing. That's yep. for you. Yep. Um, to me, his power, like, obviously, like, his power and his length are, are the big selling points, but the versatility is kind of the third thing for mm-hmm. me. Um, but uh, still, he's also going to be a 24 year old rookie who is raw as a pass rusher, like, are you really taking that in the first round? Because I feel a lot more comfortable 
because I think he's got a decently high floor because he's a great athlete. I do too. I think he's going to be a very good run defender. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how high that ceiling is. Like, are you going to really want to spend a first round pick on him? I wouldn't. When... I wouldn't, but I love him. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, at the same time, maybe you're Seattle. And I'm just used to Seattle for everything. And they don't get the, the let's say they get Jalen Carter yeah. at five. And they, get, and they get some receiver at 20 or whatever. 37, Keon White's a good no, fit there. It wouldn't even surprise me at 20 with Keon White. Um, they love old guys. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like Keon White, it feels like he's got this ceiling of like he could be picked in the teens. He could also be picked in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can, like... I don't think he slides, but I think he could. Um, I think that, like that's even a potential there. Yeah, I, I like Keon White a lot, and like you know, he he's so big and he's he's a good athlete, like you said. Like the testing was there, and you see it. Like he's moved so well for a man his size, and and like honestly, like the couple times I had him drop into coverage, and he looked like shockingly comfortable. Like you, you will never ask him to do it, but he looks shockingly comfortable. Um, and like I, yeah, I think like he's got some freaky bend for a guy his size too, and like. The tackle rate is kind of like Tyree where Wilson, where like he's just huge and he's he's a, not the same athlete, but got that good change of direction and loose enough to make plays. You know what I love too? I think it was the North Carolina game. <laughs> a running back just like went to block him and like the play was like I think the other direction and like it had nothing to do and he just threw him like literally just tossed him and <laughs> it just the ball wasn't even close. It was hilarious. He just chose to and it was hilarious and I loved it. I'm like okay, this is this is a dog. Like you said, like the scheme versatility, you love that too. I, I like Keon White a lot. I don't think I rolled the dice in the first round. Um, because, you know, like no. you said, the hands are just really inconsistent. And, like, not a whole lot of pass rush plan, not a whole lot of moves. Just he'll need to be more consistent in general. Um, but uh, I still, I love the pieces. And, like, I agree, though. I don't think the floor's too low because I think he'll be a good run defender. Yeah, no, he uh, he's a really interesting player. Well, that's this class is so fun. I feel like... Most years, like, Keon White's probably top five edge rusher in, in the class. But yeah, in this one, he he, he is not. Um, it's not far off for me. Okay. I'll tease that. Yeah. No, me, me neither. I just mean, like. He's not. But at the same time, you can really, to me, after the top three guys, you can really stack it so many different ways. Um, finally, who's your best bet outside of Will Anderson? So, okay, I, I think that's a tough question. Maybe, so to, to, to give a guy that we haven't talked about as much, or at, at all yet, maybe more like a value best bet. So, like, you know, this is a sneaky one where, like, I don't have to pay a first-round pick for him or anything like that. That can, you know, it's got the upside and everything. How, how about BJ Oshilari? I think he's a first-round pick. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go in the, do you think he's going to go in the first round? I think he might. I think he could. I, I have a borderline first-round pick. I think he, sh- I, th- I think he, I think it's weird with him that he is kind of when I was talking about the rotation of different guys when you see mocks. You don't see him as I much. find it weird that he doesn't get popped in there because yeah. he's on the same level as these guys who okay. yeah. is are getting talked about. Yeah, I agree. Um But I, I think that's an interesting best bet plan pick, but just because I, he's got a better pass rush plan than a lot yeah, of these guys. He does. Didn't test as well as a lot of these guys. He had a bad three cone. Um, the jumps were good though. Young dude, you hey, know, he, hey, yeah. Don't worry, his brother had a bad three cone too. It's just true. Um, you know, younger dude just turned to twenty one too, and like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. he like you know the, the the worries maybe like you know the nagging injuries, and he's not a great run defender. He's kind of sometimes he is, sometimes he's inconsistent. But 
Yeah, he's inconsistent. He's But yeah, like just because um, I think sometimes you just he'll jab and control blockers in the run. And you like that. But yeah, like you know, he's got a sweet ghost move, which is is fun as hell. You know, good get off, mm-hmm. good first step, just just quick overall, really bendy. Like he'll flash a nice dip, um, and like enough like a good pop in his hands, honestly, and like just enough you know feet. The feet work like you know throwing those inside uh, counters too, and like sudden. Um, another guy competent co- dropping into coverage too. I feel like, yeah. And then th- yeah, he he's another guy too who spies well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good length to him, like thirty four and a quarter inch arms. Um, so like I, I think like there's pretty good upside with Bijal Ojolari, and I don't think there's that much. That, like I think that the floor is pretty high too. Um, and like that's I why I kind of want to throw him out there because like you said, he doesn't get tossed. We you mentioned all those guys getting rotated into the first round at the end in mock drafts, and he you never see his name. So I think it's my it's my value best bet. He's not, I, not really I think it's, but yeah, go on. It's it's funny too, like oh he's he's six two, he's two forty eight. But yeah, he's got over thirty four yeah. inch arms. The size doesn't really like concern he's long. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, like sometimes you'll see like, like like him struggle against bigger bodies setting the edge and stuff like that, but there's a lot of guys yeah, in this just, group that do. Exactly. He's so young. He should, mm-hmm. Like I think he's going to get stronger at the point of attack. I do too, because he shows um, the heavy hands and like the, using his length well. That that that'll translate. And get I better. just think there's it's it's hard to find a guy who has this combo the the combo of the explosive first step, mm-hmm. the the ability to win around the edge with speed and, and bend, yeah. but the heavy hands as well in the pass rush plan like he. He breaks it a lot. Like a lot of these guys. Now, no, correct me if you, if you disagree, but I found a lot of these guys are pure power rushers. Like there's they're a, big, they're explosive, and they just power. There's a rush. lot of power rushers, yeah. Like, just off the top of my head, like, um, obviously Ty, Tyree Wilson, Van power Ness. rusher. Van Ness, Miles Murphy, Miles Murphy um, yeah. Keon uh, White. Keon White. Uh, Derek Hall, even he just loves the long arm power rush move. Yeah. But Derek Hall, uh, uh, and you DK uh, Uzama, like it's it's a lot. Isaiah McGuire, like there's a lot mm-hmm. of power rushers. Isaiah Foskey, they're all power rushers. Um, BJ Ojolari, I, I just think kind of brings a different flavor yeah. and a more refined flavor. Yeah, he was- even though he he isn't quite the athlete or gargantuan human mm-hmm. as these guys are. Yeah, he's kind of like a breath of fresh air in the group. Not that the group wasn't great. It's just like he was no, nice change of pace. I agree. Yeah, he's fun. Him and Nolan Smith. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you a different best bet. I just mentioned him. I think Clemson's Miles Murphy is just going to be a really good, solid NFL player. He's one of the younger guys. Mm-hmm. He's only going to be 21. Uh, he's 6'5", 268. Yeah. He's an explosive athlete. Who I think is going to be a plus run defender. He sets a strong edge. Uh, he he's a guy who you want to see him develop that pass rush plan. Yeah. He's similar vein to Lucas Van Ness. You want to see him develop that pass rush plan because uh, he's kind of a pure power rusher. We're just bullies, um, but I, I think he could do that in, in like big two sixty eight. You run a four five three. With a a four two nine short shot, like freaky athlete, so big, so strong. Um, yeah, I, I I like him a lot. I think he's a very safe player. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't disagree. I like it's funny though. Like a lot of these guys are huge and ran crazy, but then you throw on the tape. Like I think Miles Murphy isn't 
Like he, he's kind of tight lower body, you know. That he's got tight hips. He's not. He's he's stiff, but he's explosive straight yeah, line. Definitely. I think you see that with his power rushing. Yeah, definitely. I, I think him and Lucas Van Ness are very similar in that way. Yeah, no, definitely. And I just think with the difference for me with those two is Miles Murphy's playing so much more on the edge, taking on the team's best tackle, where Van Ness is getting getting moved around inside to take advantage of mismatches. I think Miles Murphy's like it's put on him a lot more to straight up win versus Van Ness. It's, it's fair getting favorable mismatches. That's right. My one thing maybe with um, with the floor of Miles Murphy, it's kind of like, I mean, it's probably not going to matter too much, but like he, he, the hip the tightness shows up as like uh, as like being like a more narrow tackler. You know, where a lot of these bigger body dudes, like the Tyree Wilson has insane tackle rage. I think Murphy's a little bit t- tighter um, because of the hips, I think. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the pass rush plan, and there's not a lot of repertoire there, but like, yeah, like the bull rush is really good. Like he'll throw another guy, throw the long arm out there and win like that. Um, and then, yeah. Kind of like mm-hmm. our young Rashawn Gary. It's a little bit like Rashawn Gary. I went with a different Packer. For I have a different cop. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just doing all Packer cops tonight. That's all I do. I have so many Akbar Bajabila Milas. I fucking was going to say his name. Goddamn. I can't believe it would be me. Such an underrated NFL player. Was. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think Miles Murphy's good. I Like, honestly, like, in terms of the top six dudes, I think... Like, I kind of go... I mean, I guess we'll get into it in a second. I'll, we'll get, I'll save it. I'll save it. How we stack these guys. Save it. My God, save it. So sorry. What a tease. Who's your best day three bet? That's a good question. Oh, you know what? How about... No. No. Um, I, I, like, how about, like, a, like in the same vein of, of B.J. Ojolari? It's not my best bet. I don't know. I'm just throwing out D.J. Johnson's name because we're not going to get to talk about him. I think he's fun. Yeah, he can play tight end if you. And he can play tight end if you. I like DJ Johnson, but he's not my top twenty. Um, really super athletic, me neither. But yeah, like I just I don't know why I'm bringing him up, but but like six four two sixty, and he's he's you know four four nine. Like he's he's another guy that's tight and he's older, but super. He's never really gotten to play this no. position full time till this year. No, and he's got fucking heavy. He's got some of the heaviest hands you in the know class. DJ Johnson's been around so long that. Like three years ago, when he was a tight end for Oregon, I I wrote his name down on a list for future tight ends to watch because he he like he caught like three passes for like eighteen yards at a game, but he looks so damn athletic. He is damn athletic. He ran four four nine. Like, um, you know, also he plays like an asshole. I love that too. Um, I love that. Like him, him and Keon White, maybe the two biggest assholes in the group. Um, also did punch a fan though, so that that may be some concern, but I love it. Wait, did he? Apparently, yeah, I read that from from the the Beast. I think. Or was it Sam? Wait, DJ Johnson? Yeah, apparently he punched an Oregon State fan. Y- you know? Unless whoever I read was, it from uh, is disparaging his name, but let me Google it. D- you know who else uh, used to play for Oregon through punch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my comp. And you know what? LeGarrette Blount's a, a Super Bowl <laughs> champ, so. Welcome to New England, DJ. Are you Googling it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to read... read uh, I don't, I don't know. There's so many words here. I I would love to. Um, no, I got it. There's a, there's a there's an article. There's a video okay. apparently. <laughs> oh, send that to me. Oh uh, yeah, he punched. Look. Oh, was it, it, was, it wasn't a fan. It was a player. The write up was wrong. Respect, Damn. It. Respect <laughs> it. Respect it. It was very Legarrette Blunt. Actually, now I remember that happening. Anyways, let's move on. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> 
This is your fault. <laughs> you asked you me. Gonna, you best, gonna, who's your best day three best bet? Uh, my best day three bet? Yeah. Lonnie Phelps. Okay, no shit. Let's move on. Thanks. <laughs> Tyrus Wheat. I actually really like Tyrus Wheat. I saw Dane was a huge, huge fan of him. I think Tyrus Wheat kind of, I was watching him, I was like, I feel like Bill Belichick would draft this guy <laughs> to play off-ball linebacker. Six six two two sixty. Yeah, that's interesting. I like he's interesting. Um, okay, let's. Uh, how many you want to count? I think down? we should I only do top so twenty. I think we should only do top twenty because we've we're gonna go long. Fine, but Lonnie Phillips was twenty one. I just need you. To <laughs> D- know that. DJ Johnson was my twenty one. So that's perfect. Good work. Okay, so do you think if they both hit, be it have to Well, DJ that. Johnson oh, hits. Also, baby, I just we know that. Can I point out? There's like. So many good Mac passers yeah. this year. It's weird. I like I like Jose yeah. Ramirez. I like Incum's pretty good. Like I mean, I guess he's better. Yeah, I got draftables on them both. Yeah, me too. So, uh, oh, okay. Wait, before we count down our top twenty, where did you have Andre Carter? Late. I had to have a late draft. I have him thirty fifth. Yeah, I think I had him. He might be. I think he's my last last draftable. Same. Or he might just be ahead of Mathis. <laughs> I just want to say, what a farce. There's, I swear to God, there's still people that like don't mind him. I still see him get mocked in the top 100. Yeah, so. I don't know. Where do you think he goes? I, I think he's gonna be. He's one of the mo- more interesting stories. Is he your wild card? He, fuck, he is. Really, well, he is. If, he is. Yeah. If he he tested so bad, uh, I think his agility was good, but like he ran like a four nine and is six seven two fifty six and like has no play strength. I just I don't. I don't know. He had such strange height. Yeah, it's funny that like anyway. he got propped up as being a you know big, and I mean not that he isn't big, but there's so many bigger guys than him in this group. Yeah. Give me your tw- twenty to sixty. Number twenty for me, the KJ Henry baby. Me too. Let's go. I got a late fourth round grade on him. Our guy. Uh, Nineteen for me, Dylan Horton, TCU. Me, me too. <laughs> Wait, we just cool. the same rank? It's cool. What's happening? Um, mid to late fourth round grade. See, this class is so damn good. Eighteen for me, Byron Young. Fuck, no, not, not the same Sorry. anymore. Early, early to mid fourth. I've got a big group here. Uh, Seventeen is where I got Nick Hampton. Early to mid fourth round grade. Sixteen. I know you're higher, so here we go. I got Isaiah McGuire here. I love him though. I got an early mid fourth though. I don't like uh, yeah, 20, 20 for me is Clemson's KJ Henry. Uh, 19 is TCU's Dylan Horton. 18 is Appalachian State's Nick Hampton. 17 is Louisville's Yaya Diaby. 16 is Ohio State's Zach Harris. I thought you were going to be a Yaya Diaby fan. I thought you were going to be. I'm, I'm higher. Uh, he's explosive, like ball of energy, mm-hmm. but it's just he's not super refined. I he's just had a hard high. time. Kind of knowing what to do with him. You know who my comp is? It's Mario Edwards Jr. It's an interesting one. You know who he, he reminds me? I know this is a weird one because it's last year. He, he reminds me of Boy Mafe. Um, I can see that, but I think Boy Mafe like, hung better as a true pass rusher on he, the edge. Like I know he's just pure speed to power guy, but like Yaya Diaby it just is doing a lot more inside. I don't know. I like him more. I, I, I have him top 100, um, so I'll get up to him in a oh, second. Okay. Um, he's in my big tier of fourth round grades. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I like he's a guy like like he just relies on pure strength, athleticism. Like there's no plan there. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I I do though. I and and he's he was yeah, I do like him and he was good when he moved inside. Um, and I kind of like just you know he'll, he'll get small and like split gaps. He's fun. He's interesting. Anyways, um, 
15. I'm one spot higher on Zach Harrison. Um, nice. I got, I got it. So was your guy. I got an early fourth on him. Uh, 14. Same. I got Colby Wooden. We get to my top 100 here. Late, Me too. Late third. Weird. Me too. 13. I got Yaya. I got a like, mid third round grand on him. And then I, this is where I feel like you step into the big boys. Um, 12. I got Isaiah Foskey. Um, Me too. This is a weird <laughs> random overlaps. I, I think our top, our top is going to be different from what we talked about. Um, early to mid third. Uh, and then 11 is good. I got Thule. Um, early to mid third. Okay. Yeah, so Byron Young is my 15th, Tennessee's Byron Young. That's my last fourth-round grade. Then we're into my top 14, which is all top 100, uh, with Auburn's Colby Wooden, USC's Tully Tuipulutu, 13, uh, Notre Dame's Isaiah Foskey, 12th, and then Missouri's Isaiah McGuire is my 11th. I had a hard time splitting um, Nick Hampton and Byron Young. Actually, Isaiah McGuire is right there for me, too. I have McGuire just ahead of them, but... Hampton and, and Young were kind of like hard for me to kind of like flip a coin who I prefer. Um, I like both of them though, but I just went with the, the youth over beauty in uh, Nick Hampton. That 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 makes sense. Uh, I I just thought By- Byron Young offered a little more explosive juice, yeah. um, a, a a little more in the run game as well. Um, you mind if I talk about Isaiah McGuire? No, let's let's please talk. I want to talk about Isaiah McGuire. I just he's another massive man, six four two sixty eight, um, really heavy handed. Mm-hmm. I thought really good pass rush repertoire. Um, young guy too. He's not twenty two yet. Yeah, yeah, he's younger than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> a guy who played kind of all over the D line too. Uh, really powerful at the point of attacks. It's a strong edge. Um, I just like a little more juice too. He's got good juice. Yeah, I know. I, I like yeah. him. He's got some good moves too. Like he's got like a really good swipe. Um, like just heavy hands. Like I get hits really hard too. I love that. Um, I will say though, like I think one thing that will make him just instantly better, like in pretty quick a fit um, fix too. Like sometimes he's just too happy with like not using his length and like just getting nose to nose with an offensive line in the run. Like like so like just learning how to use that length more effective and consistently. And you know, you know, locking guys out and setting that edge, um, I and like I think, I think that will go a long way. And like just varying his rush up, he's just very predictable. And he might just be that you know that that fastball, but and that's fine. But just throwing that out. But um, no, I think like he's a really good athlete though too. Like for a guy his size, I I, I like McGuire. Um, who's what comp? I, I'm kind of interested in your your comp for McGuire. Preston Smith. It's <laughs> pretty. Good. I have a Preston Smith comp. I think there's a, I think there's a good chunk of Preston Smiths in this class. I also feel there's a good chunk of Marcus Davenport's. <laughs> I didn't do any. Mark and Davenport, he's one of one. You know what? Foskey, Foskey's Marcus Davenport to me. Interesting. Um, I put like I, for, like a high comp for McGuire. I think he could kind of be like Emmanuel Ogba if he if he puts it together. It's mine. That's interesting. You don't like it. Um, Where are we? Uh, Top ten. Wait, did Zach, Zach Harrison? Yeah, let's talk Zach Harrison. I. I think I like him more. I liked than, him better than yeah, I thought. Yeah, me too. He's like if someone takes him in the top 100, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, he's, I mean he's 22. He's gotten better every season. He's very powerful. Uh, really good in the run game. Yes, that's what. Just uh, he's going to be a good run. Like he's six five and a half, two seventy four, <laughs> massive arms, like thirty six in the court. He's going to be good in the run. Like he, he, you know, and you know for he can play inside too yeah he can and for a guy his size like he's he's getting good leverage like he'll he'll use that length really mm-hmm. well and yeah like you know he's just a stiff dude and he's not gonna you know he's not gonna bend he's not gonna dip but also though like if you leave him unblocked or you just give him that that lane where he can just burst and go that it's pretty impressive especially for his size and, 
I just want to say, if Isaiah Foskey knew how to use his hands, he'd be really good. Yeah, I, I, I still... He just doesn't get off blocks. I, know. I mean... He's really explosive, and he's got power, but and he plays really hard, and I think he's a solid run defender. It's just like the passer's plan is just not there. Yeah. I, mean, do you still have I still have a third round. Me rate. too, me too. And that's another guy where I thought like Paris Johnson, Dewan Jones ate him up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's he's interesting. It's interesting. I, I think I hope we can put it together too. Top ten. All right. Yeah. Top ten. Number ten. This is like we're getting like into the second round territory for me already, pretty much. I got Derek Hall number ten for me. Late second, early third round grade. Nine. This is where I got Felix and Adike Uzama. These these two were kind of tough for me to split. Same grade, late second, early third. Um, eight slight jump to Will McDonald. Um, Same. I got a mid to late second on him. Seven. I got a uh, Keon White mid Same. mid second. And I know we're different. So because you have Venice six, I remember I got Miles Murphy six. Uh, borderline okay. first round grade on him. I think we have the exact same order except Van S and Miles Murphy swapped pretty much. That'd be, we might actually, we might. That'd be weird. But yeah, six miles. But like, I got a borderline first on him. It's just like him, him and Ojalaria were tough for me to split. And then I'll we'll get there everywhere else in a sec. I guess I spoiled that. Ojalaria's my five. <laughs> Ten, uh, Felix and UDK Uzama with a third round grade and a Dante Fowler comp. I think uh, I did this. Nine. Same. Auburn's Derek Hall with a second round grade. I've really liked Derek Hall. And a Shaq Barrett comp. Uh, eight. Iowa State's Will McDonald. Second round grade with a Randy Gregory comp. Seven. Georgia Tech's Keon White with a second round grade and a Dietrich Weiss comp. And six. Iowa's Lucas Van Ness. Second round grade with a Trey Hendrickson comp. I used the Hendrickson one too. For Derek Hall, I like Derek Hall too. I knew you were going to love Derek Hall. Um, I was lazy into Carl Lawson, um, but yeah, man, like Derek Hall is just a ball of anger. I, I love it. He just, he just yeah, plays he's so so, mad. so damn mean. Like he sets a really good edge in the run. I feel like such a good edge setter. Yeah, I think he's a safe player. Like, I do too. He just really needs to develop more than just using a long arm as a pass rusher. But man, he plays with great leverage, great motor, such such powerful pop at the point of attack. Yeah, I just... And he's explosive as hell. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, like I think, like, his stack and... Sh- like, he'll stack dudes, but then the kind of the shed quickness can be hit or miss. I would clean that up. That's going to be a very high-level um, run defender. And like, you know, he's just, like, kind of, like... He's a bit tight, too, you know, like like you already talked about um, earlier, I think. Yeah, no, I, I like Derek Hall a lot. Um, I think... I, I agree. Like, just late second, early third is where I got him. I think, I think he'll come in and contribute. Um, any DK Uzama, another power rusher. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Kind of, it has a bit of the frame of the of the speed rusher, but he's power. Like, hell, hell of a motor, like really good effort. Um, mm-hmm. just never ending pursuit. Um, I think like he's got a quick first step, but that's kind of inconsistent at times. But like, really heavy, effective hands, and like, will we'll, like really good bull rush. We'll flash some speed to power. And I, I love when he gets to the to the ball carry. He's just always looking to get that ball out. I, I like that a lot. But another guy that's just kind of like you know, hips are a little tight. The get off in in general is a little little average. I feel like underdeveloped counters. Um, I, my one thing that really like mm, is he. I think he's just not a very balanced player. Like he ends up on the ground a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I think we're both lower on him than we can. I think so too because I've seen people like oh you could be a first round pick. Uh, I like him, but not like that. I think, like, because, like, yeah. he tries the bend and he'll just end up on the ground. So, again, I just don't think he has the balance. And, like, 
power more powerful tackles will kind of like give him the business. I feel like I don't know, and like even like he's kind of inconsistent in the rush too. On they're in the running game, um, yeah. I don't. I, I do like. I do like him, um, but yeah. I I think I don't see that like high end prospect. Last guy to talk about for us here is Will McDonald, who freak athlete, six four two thirty nine, so a little light in the pants, but long. But, Long, bandy, plays hard. Um, was in a system that didn't really allow him to flourish. Like he's playing a lot of four eye, and and having to like two gap, uh, and didn't get to really pin his ears back and show how explosive and flexible he is as a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. But you did see it from time to time. And I thought he used his hands better than I thought. Yeah, he, or was expected active hands. He's got a good like swipe rip. Um, mm-hmm. Good, I like. I think he's like good leverage and pad le- like pad level effort in the run, um, and then yeah, like the first step is good. The, the burst to the quarterback is good. And he's got that bend and flat, and yeah, I think I, I I like him. I like him a lot. Just like I do think he'll probably be a little inconsistent in the run. I mean, and probably struggle setting the edge at times. And he's just not that big. But but with that length, it's like the size is less concerning, right? Because he's almost thirty five inch arms. Mm-hmm. It's wild. A long ass group. It is a long ass group. Uh, okay, five to one. Five is where I got BJ Ojulari. Him and Miles me Murphy too. like grade out the same for me. Um, borderline first me round too. grade. Um, and then we get my four first round grades here. Four is where I got Nolan Smith. Um, first round grade, like 20, 20 to 32 range, so kind of a late first. Um, Lucas Vaness, same. I had a hard time splitting them. I went with the size. Um, I have Vaness third, same grade as uh, Nolan Smith. And then we step up to, the, to Tyree Wilson, who's got like a mid first round grade for me. And then uh, on top of them all is Will Anderson, who does have a top five grade from me. I went, I went, I went, I went through with the throwback Derek Thomas comp, by the way, with Will Anderson, Damn. who is a Hall of Famer. So. Same. Will Anderson's ceiling might not be that high, says AJ, but Derek <laughs> Thomas comp. Exactly. I thought it was just a fun one. Who cares? Comps aren't serious. He's hard. One. I want to hear your comp because I think he's hard to comp. Um. Bigger Danny Amendola. Uh, five for me is BJ Ojolari of LSU. Uh, second round grade with a Harold Landry comp. I like that one. Um, four is Clemson's Miles Murphy with a second round grade and a Max Crosby comp. Three is George's Nolan Smith. First round grade, Hassan Reddick comp. Two, Texas Tech's Tyree Wilson. First round grade, Jason Pierre Paul comp. And then one, Will Anderson. Top 10 grade. Khalil Mack comp. Yeah, you kind of touched on that. I'll give you an interesting Ojolari comp, um, or maybe you'll say it's shit. I, Aziz? Yeah, Aziz. <laughs> How about you turn in Wosu? I kind of got some of that from him. Who is turning? I hope he's better player than that. Whoa, whoa. and Wosu was fucking awesome this year. I know he was last year. Yeah. Or this past yeah, year. But... Really... Hey, we were big on Wosu guys on I this know show. We were. Wait, who's your Ojolari? He's the past deflection team, uh, King Harold Landry. Yeah. That's a good one too. I, I think like between those two, I, I like a lot. Um, I, Tyree Wilson, I went with Alden Smith. I, I like your JPP. They're both one. obnoxiously large and freakishly athletic. Yeah, like Alden Smith when he was on, man, he was he was he was one of the best in the league. I like the Jason Pierre-Paul one because I like that one Jason Pierre-Paul was a really good run defender. He was, and that's that's why he played for so fucking long. Yeah. That's a good one. He was in the NFL last season. Yeah, JPP just... <laughs> it's on the Ravens. doesn't stop. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think maybe, like... I think Wilson's got some of the upside that Smith had. And, yeah, I think he can have the longevity of JPP. I, I don't disagree. 
That said, I'm still not taking him over 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 Will Anderson. No, no, God no. Um, before we get out of here, how many of these guys go in the first round? That's a good question. Like, I I don't see them pushing themselves down the board too much. Because the, the 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 draft class itself isn't that good. exactly like a, like like other positions. That being said, I don't know who that like surprise. Well, not surprise, but that next group to jump up is. I think Anderson goes, Wilson goes, Van Ness goes, Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy. I think those five are locks. Yeah, I agree. And then I think we get one more. Is the wild card? Yeah. I think we'll be around six. Who do you think it's gonna be? <sighs> I kind of think it's going to be Will McDonald. I was going to say the same thing. If I were going to bet, it's it's Will McDonald. Yeah. It seems like the NFL, like, I just, I don't know. Listening to the big media people talk and, like, stuff. It just, like, Daniel Jeremiah. I feel like they, they, they're big on him. Yeah. Just quietly. It feels like, like, kind of overall buzz, he doesn't get that much talk. But I think they are. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. I think it's six, and I think it's those six. I, I don't really think it being B.J. Ojolari, even though he would be my, my actual choice. I, f- I feel like of all the guys that are in top 10, he has the chance to fall the furthest. Yeah, because I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And then, and, the, and then be like, oh, how did this guy possibly fall to the Steelers at 49? Aziz went further than he should have too, right? Yeah, I think Aziz went 50th. Mm-hmm. I, I, I looked, I, I had him 23rd on my board. I'm kind of a smart guy though. <laughs> smart fella. Can't wait to talk these linebackers oh, no. next show after after all this fun. What a delight this was, and then we got. Uh, uh, yeah, at least we get through linebackers. We get to the corners, so that'll be good.